0: Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe that generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. Well, my goodness, would you look at us? We made it to the last day of 2023, and I'm just so proud. You may be listening to this. And we have already crossed over into the promised land of 2024. If so, happy new year. May your skin glow brighter. May you have the energy of Gideon's army. Or that of a toddler who's running away from you with a snack in their hand. May you sleep well. Okay, receive this prophetic word over your life of 2024. <laughs> I was supposed to record this podcast episode weeks ago um if we want to be dramatic years ago um so i had to still away some time today in this midnight hour because i had to keep my word to myself and that is to keep my word to you so i want us to kind of think about today this reflection of the year and also a foreshadowing of the year ahead um every time i think about how much time passes especially in our adult years it feels like oh my gosh it's january can you believe it's february it's march oh my gosh the summer's gonna be before you know october the year is done and we just start to sound like our parents but as we were kids i felt like time was just like frozen at moments when i would go to school i'm like coach <laughs> are we here for eight hours or 800 years i can't tell um, But it's like this contrast, right, of this awareness of time that we now have. And I think because we have kids, we have a special understanding about how time moves so quickly because they are ever growing. Listen, I have to buy shoes and clothes and toothbrushes and socks and pajamas all the time. And I'm like, just when I thought we had a little sweet spot, the sweet spot turns sour, okay? Which is not too sour because they're growing. (laughs) And we want that, amen? Um, But as they grow, I'm reminded about time passing so fast again. So as we come up on this ending of a year and the entrance into a new year, can we just reflect for a moment? Now, as you know, every year I come up with a word. I'm going to kind of take this podcast to walk you through my process. And hopefully you can do it too. And don't worry if you're listening to this and it's November 2024, listen, live your life and still do it. Okay. It's still worth it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to walk you through my process. It's really just two things. I pick a word for the year and I pick a scripture for the year and I pray over it and I put it in a space that I can refer to um, for the remainder of the year. Let me back up. And let's kind of walk through this together. So last year, my word was bloom. For the previous word uh, years, I had um, kind of like this uh, farmer's situation going on. I'm like, okay, this year I'm going to be planting. I'm going to be planting some little seeds here and there. And when I tell you, was that last year? Yeah. And then, yes, last year, 2022. When I tell you 2022 kicks me in the bootay. I thought I was gonna be here planting just da da get giving my life together just a farmer girl. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be a farmer girl planting seeds, putting things into the ground, creating all the things, right? I didn't realize how difficult planting actually is. That it beckons for something to break. The ground has to break. In order for you to put the seed in the ground. My God. And I felt every inch. <laughs> of planting seeds. In 2022, 2022. So. I was like you know what. I did some planting in 2022. 2023 I'm about to bloom. I'm about to bloom. <laughs> Y'all. I'm about to come out of this shell. And be the beautiful flower. That I've always dreamed I could be. Well. Well. The thing about blooming is it takes longer than expected. It's not this overnight sensation where the seed is planted, it rains, it gets its nutrients, whatever, and then it blooms overnight. It takes time. I didn't factor that into my word, but God did. I'm going to talk about that today, but I said, I'm going to bloom. And in my mind, I was thinking, I did all that planting, all that hard work in the previous year. This is going to be my year to let the light shine. And I think in many, many ways I did bloom, but it was not in the way that I expected and definitely not in the timing that I expected it to be. So that was my word. And I'm going to, we're going to go back to this and revisit it. That was my word. Then my scripture um, comes from Exodus 14, 13. The Israelites had just been delivered from Pharaoh and they were here complaining in these streets, okay? We don't like this. You should have just kept us where we was at. At least we had something to eat. To me, they were fighting for familiar. And how many times do we do that? When we have prayed for something, we have put in the work for something, we get to that particular place and we find ourselves fighting for what's familiar. God, I just, I don't like it. I want to go back. I want to go back to pre-baby me, right? When my body was looking all right. When the kids were not here and mess wasn't over the all on the floor. When I wasn't as anxious about every little thing that was happening in their lives and my lives. And my marriage was a little bit more sound. And I was connected to my husband in a way that I was, you know, that in a way that, that I wanted to, right? Fighting for familiar. So Exodus 14, 13, as the Israelites were complaining and fighting for familiar. Moses answered to the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. When I read this scripture at the end of 2022, I just, the tears, the tears, the hope, the joy, kind of this, again, as I told you, I, I, I worked my little booty off in 2022 and it was a really, really difficult year for me. And reading that scripture coming into a new year of, you will never see this again. I, my heart needed that word. My heart needed to know that the current season I was in was not going to be a permanent one. And maybe that message is for you. Maybe this year for you was like my 2022, where you struggled a lot mentally. You were grappling and trying to understand things. And it was the math wasn't mathing, right? Maybe you were your most anxious, your most depressed, your most disconnected from God. Maybe it was a really difficult season for you. And you need the reminder that God has a promise in the land that we've prayed for. And it may not be easy to get there, right? But the promises, the season that you're in, it's temporary. That it's not a permanent one. Yes, we can ground ourselves and be present in the moment, in the ickiness and messiness of motherhood and mission and marriage, right? We can ground ourselves to say, okay, I can I can get through this. But also knowing that there is an other side of it, that you're going to be able to look back and your ability to look back is reflection that you've gone through it. Maybe that's a word for you, for you to hold on to, right? My takeaway looking back at that scripture from 2023 is that there is no waste in God. There is no waste in his ability to use us in seasons or partner with us in seasons of great difficulty, the things that we think a coach skip, okay, fast forward me to the other side, or it it, it doesn't, you're like, God, I would have done this in a different way, right? I would have rather not waited this long to have another child, I whether have not gone through this particular ick in my marriage, right? I would have chose this. And while God doesn't inflict pain, I think he does allow things to happen in our lives to teach us more about his character. So even the seasons that we feel stuck, there is no waste in that. That the season that you're in, the season that you're coming out of, there is still purpose in that, right? So, another thing about 2023, lesson number two. So, number one was there's no waste in God. Lesson number two is you don't really learn to get out of burnout by doing less, you learn to get out of burnout by doing more as you. So, for a while, I was working on these projects, trying to get stuff up and running for this and that and all the hats and things that we juggle. And uh, I kept trying to do it a very specific way and follow a very specific blueprint plan. Listen, perfectionist, I'm talking to you right now. That's how we do. We will see an instruction, a manual, like we want the plan so we can devour the plan because that's how we're wired or we think we're wired that way, right? If I can just, if you can just tell me what to do, I promise you, I will produce excellence. That's high achievers. versus how we think about things sometimes. So I'm presented with this particular way to do things. I kept trying to do it, trying to do it, trying to do it. Kept getting burnt out, kept getting burnt out. <laughs> it's like touching a little hot stove and like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Man, you're going to get burnt, okay? You're going to get burnt. So it's not just about like doing less. So it's not just about not following a blueprint, not doing particular things um, in general, because let's be real, motherhood is gonna motherhood, marriage is gonna marriage, work is gonna work. All of those things that fluctuate um, throughout our lives that combine together to make up our, our identity in this season of our life, those things are going to be hard. And so sometimes we think if I can just pull it all back, Almost like disengage, which in some ways when we disengage, it actually leads us to depression because we're not meant to be idle. We're not meant to do so little that we're doing nothing. We are created by the greatest creator that ever created. So he created us to create. So when we're doing so little, we're disengaged, right, from our identity and from the work that we're supposed to be doing and our mission in this lifetime, so it's not just about doing less, getting away from burnout. It's about learning how to do um, what you do or what you need to do in this season more as you. You you are probably trying to do certain things um, as someone else. Masked. I'm okay. This doesn't bother me. Right? I, I'm not. Anxious. I'm just a perfectionist. Um, I don't need any help in this area with the kids. I've got it. Like putting on these these masks and carrying on as someone else. And and I think there's some grief work there, right? Of like you can't do things a particular way that you used to be able to do them now that you have littles. Um But it's that discovery of like, okay, it didn't work in that way. It doesn't mean I need to completely disengage. But what is my way? What is my way of tackling laundry? (laughs) And cooking and doing the dishes and working. If it's the field that stays the same, maybe it's the, the company that needs to change. If it's, you know, that. Being in the workforce in general is not no longer your jam. Maybe you need to become an entrepreneur, my dear. Whatever it is. What allows you to show up as yourself in this season? You will evolve and come in and out of different aspects and and shades and perspectives of yourself. But for right now, what? What is it that you need from yourself and how you need to show up? That's how you can get out of burnout. That's a lesson that I'm learning and I'm extending it to you. Right. And then lastly, faith is walking, honey. It's walking, it's breathing, it's evolving. And it's something that calls out to us every single day. It takes faith to be a mom, to mother, to parent, to steward, to build disciples because motherhood is discipleship. It takes faith not to be consumed by the terrible things that are happening in the world. It takes faith to engage and re-engage in difficult conversations with your husband, communicating to him what you need. It takes faith to unlearn unhealthy patterns that you've put on from childhood, it takes faith <laughs> to continuously put yourself out there in the workforce. It takes faith. It's walking, it's breathing, it's evolving, and it requires you to be active in it, right? Sometimes we wait for God to do His part when He's like, Girl, I've already given you the instruction. Go back to step one and walk. <laughs> go back to step one and walk faith is walking okay so we've kind of walked through last year and I want to give you my word for this year and um my word my scripture and then I am going to leave you with some questions that you can ask yourself on how you can do this as well so my word for this year 2024 is stay I got out of the the former girl mentality okay (laughs) Farming was not working for me. <laughs> farming was not working for me. I, I needed something else, okay? So we're going with stay. The reason why that word came to me, I was praying about it um, and asking God, like, what is it that you have? Um, what do I need to learn? And, and in what way is this learning or this lesson going to draw me closer to you? And it really is this idea of staying. I will start something. With no problem, you understand me. I'm a quick starter. Get the idea. It's out there before you can even just. It's out. Okay. I have no issue with starting something, but sometimes I struggle to stay. And I believe that's why I struggled the previous two years. Um, is because of this idea of like oh, I've planted the seed. Where is that? And where's my flower? Oh, okay. I'm gonna just. Take a step back and wait for it to bloom. Where is it? I need it to bloom today. So this rushing through life, this everything needs to be done with a quickness. Um, I need to see that instant gratification of things happen or be revealed in my life right away. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. We're learning this year to stay. So that's my word for the year. My scripture. What do you know? It comes from Exodus 14, 14 which is the scripture that comes after the scripture from last year. It says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. You need only to be still. That there is a call that God kind of reaches out to us to say, hey, you know, actually, I got this. Not only do I got it, but I want it whatever your it is that you've been anxious about, you've been worried about. um, Maybe you need to hear that God's got it. And he's calling you to be still in the fact that he's got it. I see still as an acronym, staying inside the Lord's leading, staying inside the Lord's leading. Are you relying on yourself more than relying on him? Are you relying on your production, More than you're relying on his peace and his provision. Are you relying on yourself to perform people please your way through this year? Promotions right in different relationships over parenting because you want to get things right um, in motherhood deep compressing. I was going to say depressing, but, um, compressing your wants and your needs because you don't want to feel like the complaining wife or the opposite end of that. And you're like snappy all the time, right? What is it that you need to give back to the Lord and allow him to lead in that area of your life? Staying inside the Lord's leading is stillness. Okay. So that is my word and my scripture for the year. And I'm going to turn it over to you. And I listen, if you listen to this, can you come and tell me what your word and your scripture is? Because I want to hear it. I would love to hear it. But I have four questions before we leave. Okay. I'm going to hand you the mic and ask you these four questions and then we're going to be out. Question number one is who do you want to be and why? When we think about um, fresh starts, new beginnings, new beginnings. Oftentimes our mind wants to go to goals, right? Got all these goals that I need to, I need to lose this many pounds and I need to talk to these many people every little day because I need to get my social life up and I need to be this kind of this, all the goals, right? But we skip a crucial part. You cannot do something unless you are being what is attached to that doing, Our actions don't start at actions. They start with our identity. Who do you want to be in 2024 and why? How does this version of you, this being of you, honor God? How does it honor him? How does it reflect his character, his goodness, his mercy, his understanding, his peace, his gentleness, his kindness? How does it honor God? Number three. How will this honor your role as a mom and a wife? Your being that you want to step into, how will it honor your role as a mom and as a wife? Last question. How will your kids and your husband know you are this person? This is a big one. How will they know? What are they seeing, observing, hearing you say, hearing you not say or do anymore? And when they reflect back what you're doing, it's really, mom, I see you, the person that you said you wanted to be. Those four questions, I'll say them very quickly before we head out. Okay. Who do you want to be and why? How does this honor God? How will this honor your role as a mom and wife? How will your kids and husband know you are this person? Okay. 2024, again, answer those questions and then come find me on the internet streets. Instagram DM is perfectly fine because <laughs> I would love to know. I'm going to pray us out. Um, I've never prayed on the podcast before. I don't think, but I'm going to pray us out and um, yeah, God, I thank you so much for every mom that is under the sound of my voice, whether she is running her errands for the day, whether she is doing the laundry, Whether she is washing the dishes or maybe she's just cuddled up on the couch stealing away some me time. God, I thank you for her. I know that you see her in the moments when she's frustrated, when she's anxious, when she's calling out. Oh God, I need a break. You see her more than anyone else. You love her more than anyone else. Because you designed her heart. You designed her inner and outermost beings, the identity that she feels called to, you've already created it. So can you help God in this new year, this reflection and this foreshadowing of your goodness, can you help her to step into that, to be more like you, to show more of your goodness and your glories within her and outside of her? May her relationship with her children be blessed. May she walk into this year more peaceful and confident in her ability to shift her lineage. God, I break off any shameful patterns in parenting that she might feel, oh my goodness, I can't turn this around or have so many things to do or I'm overwhelmed by the thought of raising kids and this responsibility every day in and out God in this moment can you lift that burden and remind her of your blessing that you're with her at every turn there is no decision that she makes that you are not with her to carry out or repair from God as she goes into this year may her connection with her husband Be bigger and brighter and more holier than before. Let her connection be a true resemblance of your connection to us. May it be secure and safe and loving and free. God, anything that is holding her back, I just ask that you eradicate it in the name of Jesus. That you clear paths, that she didn't even know where there is roadblocks that you turn things around in her favor, not just for her, but for your glory, for her glory, for your glory. God, I pray all these things in your son, Jesus name. And we thank you in advance for a beautiful, beautiful year ahead. Amen. Listen, Go on about your day. I hope this was helpful. If you're listening to this in 2023, God bless you. (laughs) If we have already made it to the promised land of 2024, God bless you. I'm so excited about things that are going to come of 2024. I believe that it's going to be groundbreaking in whatever way that God sees fit. And that means it's going to be good. Amen. All right. I love you with all that I have. And I will talk to you soon.